It is Monday. <clears throat> Monday, July the 20th. It is time to mobilize, folks. Get your mimas, vovos, abuelas, bibis, and nanas together to gather up their coins and bring them to the bank. There's a national coin shortage going on in our fair country. That and very little else. Today, episode 22 of Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? What is up? Um, coming to you today from uh, the slightly stripped down broadcast palace here. Uh, a lot of, a lot of boxes, a lot of uh, you know packing and whatnot going down. Um, starting right off on the the real personal shit. So I said last episode that we had uh, bought a house. Well. Uh, slight left turn. Uh, we've backed out of that deal, and we're back on the hunt. Um, just didn't work, so we're looking again. It's fine. It's fine. So the future of the broadcast palace is uh, in flux still. Looked at a couple of uh, nice places over the weekend. I thought one would work. Doesn't quite work. It's probably like a room short. So moving on. A couple others that we looked at as well on uh, yesterday. On yesterday? Yes, on yesterday, David. Um, so moving forward. This is driving me bananas, this whole house search thing. And the fact that we're continuing it uh, is driving me bananas still. So uh, the hope is that we narrow this down and find something that works, that uh, my wife and I both like, and uh, and go from there. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that was uh, the weekend. So Saturday, played golf Saturday morning down in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Beautiful, bucolic Plymouth, Mass. <laughs> At least most of it is beautiful and bucolic. Uh, really nice short course, 11 par 3s, no par 5s, uh, Southers Marsh golf course. It's basically um, functioning within an active cranberry bog, um, which just means you're going to lose three dozen golf balls. But I didn't play too bad, so I can't really complain too much. But it was 8,000 fucking degrees. So, sweat my nuts off the minute I get out of the car. Uh, but it was fun. You know, uh, another round of golf with, with my friends, so that was good. Good time. Unexpected surprise 
was uh, the the drink cart, which most drink carts that I'm accustomed to are, you know, beer, water, juice, soda, a couple packs of, you know, crackers and chips and snacky snacks and whatnot. This thing, uh, no food, no snacks to speak of. I'm pretty sure she had water in there, but it was water, beer, and fucking mixed drinks. Mixed drinks? I mean, you gotta be kidding me. I had never seen that before. You know, I haven't played a ton of different golf courses, so this was new. Uh, But holy shit. You know, I asked her if she had gin. She said no. Uh, Chess Vodka and Captain Morgan. But honestly... It was fine, so had a couple of Captain and Gingers, and uh, heavy hand on the young lady. But, um, you know, so by the end of, I would say probably around the 15, 16 hole, I had a hell of a buzz going on. A few beers and those mixed drinks, yikes. Um, and plus, you know, you're sweating out. Every fucking ounce of fluid that you have, so that didn't help. So it was a little, a little buzz there on the Saturday, but um, yeah, get together with my wife's birthday on um uh, Friday. I think I mentioned that also on Thursday. So we got together with friends on Saturday. Completely responsible, like the adults that we are. For the most part. Um, Big food order. There were. What? Eight adults? Seven? Eight. Local Mexican restaurant. The. So I called it in. The person who took the order. Extremely diligent. Read it back perfectly. So I was very excited. I was like, all right, this is the large order. $150 $150 worth of Mexican food. So, um, you know, of course we get it and there's a handful of issues. I ordered a steak burrito, which usually comes, you know, rice, beans, uh, steak, cheese. It was steak and black beans. Like, I just, I must have eaten half a can of fucking Goya. No, not Goya. Fuck Goya. Uh, food club beans. Actually, it's probably like Cisco beans, if I had to guess. Cisco black beans. That's where it's at. Uh, but it was, you know, it was interesting. Um, but that was, you know, that's pretty much it for the weekend. Trying to think of what else went, went on. What else can I talk about today? It's nice, like, six minutes into the show, I'm, I'm saying out loud, Ooh, what can I talk about today? You know, very prepared. Very, uh... I'm trying to think of another, wor- another word for prepared. Yeah, nothing. I'm also drinking a Red Bull at 10.30. The coffee I had this morning was... You know, I made the coffee, so it was iced coffee, well, cold coffee in the fridge, and just didn't, I don't know, this coffee tasted much better hot than it did cold. 
So I ended up dumping half of it down the sink. This is all like enthralling um, podcast material, huh? All right. What else, what can we talk about? Let's talk about uh, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, that guy still fucking rules. Big fan of, of Cubes. Um, called out the anti-kneeling Bobos, Ted Cruz, Dan Snyder, he, all three in the span of about 18 hours. Good for you, Cubes. Nicely done. Big fan. Uh, incredibly sharp guy. Which goes without saying. I mean, I don't need to say that. It's it's implied. He's a bazillionaire, and he's on that Shark Tank program program uh, that that the folks and the kids like so much. It's a good show. It's okay. Cubes a smart guy. I like him. So good on Cubes. Uh, the the Rona, of course, you know, because. When you start a podcast in the middle of a fucking pandemic, what else can you talk about? Not much. Um, the Blue Jays in Toronto, uh, the Canadian government said, no, you can't play. How about that? So they're like, uh, Blue Jays are, are thinking, what are we going to do? Where are we going to play? It's a fair question. Their AAA club is in Buffalo, so they could play in Buffalo. But now I guess they don't want to. They want to play in a major league stadium. Well, guess what? Your options are fairly limited, folks. The Buffalo Blue Jays sounds good. It sounds like a, uh, it's a good name. It's only fucking few months. Who cares? The Buffalo Blue Jays. The BBJs. Sure, that has some sort of negative connotation, but I don't know. <clears throat> um, I saw somebody on Twitter suggest Montreal. Um, that's Twitter for you. Hey, uh, if you can't play in Toronto, maybe you should maybe you should go up to that other country, Montreal. Maybe they'll let you play. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, the opinion from the cesspool. It's been noted. Thank you. Moving on. I've heard Puerto Rico as an option, although I can't imagine playing in fucking Puerto Rico in July and August is is the best course of action. But I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where they end up. Granted, they start this week. So unless you're just playing all road games, which is entirely possible. I mean, who the fuck cares? Just let them play wherever. Um, just be traveling vagabonds. The U.S. Blue Jays. Yeah, it's not funny. Um, I'm out of breath. God, I am so fucking obese. Ugh. Uh, what else? Uh, apparently, um. The NFL is the latest uh, sports league to be stupid. So they have kids, uh, rookies, and whatnot reporting to camp today. Two teams. I think it's Houston and Kansas City. And the league still has no clue how they're handling this whole thing. In terms of preseason games, in terms of 
protocols for testing, what's going to happen when some of these guys get it, how it's going to handle service time. It's on the players, too, because they waited. They've had all this fucking time. This whole coordinated effort of we want to play, it's great. It's cute. Thank you. But you should have started this at minimum a month ago. A month ago, at least, if not more. The, the, the wild sort of thinking in, in not just professional sports, but just in general, that this thing is going to just magically fucking fade away is, uh, honestly, it's insane. It doesn't just dissipate when it gets hot. Or when uh, X number of people have had it. Which we are nowhere near, mind you. But you've had, you, the NFL especially, had more time than fucking anybody else to figure this out. And here they are. The day they start fucking reporting to camp, they still haven't figured it out. What are you doing? multi-bazillion dollar business it just goes to show you that the vast majority of people in this country myself included are just fucking stupid how you're not prepared is beyond me also cam newton is a vegan i mean what the fuck uh, you know, we already, we already, we said goodbye to the strange personality, uh, weird health guy. We said goodbye to him. Granted, he wasn't, you know, the whole TB12 thing has only been the last, what, six, seven years or so. And he's only been pitching that snake oil, you know, hard for the last couple of years, but... Um, now Cam Newton's a vegan. All right, well, if it works, it works. Thank you, good enough. It's funny because I thought to myself, wow, geez, we can't have a normal person. We haven't had a normal personality at quarterback since Drew Bledsoe. And then I thought, well, uh, we haven't had a fucking quarterback, period. Other, other, I mean, I'm not counting Matt Castle. Uh, that was a fluke. And, you know, he's a normal guy. Uh, Garoppolo, not counting him. He's a bum. Don't let anybody tell you differently. Jimmy Garoppolo is not that good. Jacoby Brissett's a better quarterback. That's a fucking fact. I'll fight you on that. Um, what else? I'm a little congested. A little allergy thing going on today. Yeah, it's like, oh, we haven't really had a quarterback since Bledsoe, and that was normal. Well, that's because we haven't had one, period. Stupid. But what can you do? It, it just could be that, you know, a quarterback's just inherently strange for the most part. Most of them are a little weird. Like, look at Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a weird fucking dude. 
very good quarterback, but apparently the Packers hate him because they give him nothing. You always hear people saying that Tom Brady doesn't have any weapons. Well, Aaron Rodgers has even fewer. A couple years ago with a wide receiver in his backfield running the football. Well, that's that's terrific. Nicely done. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, so that, that was just a, a couple of things that sort of popped into my head. And here we are 15 minutes into the show, and that's basically all I've talked about. I have some, I have some gripes. I don't have a ton. I do have a couple. We'll get to that in a second. But I did start with the coin shortage, which I'm sure that you're aware of the coin shortage. I had to do some research on this this morning, and then faithful listener Brian sent me a text and said, hey, you need to talk about the coin shortage. And I'm like, dude, I'm on it. It's on the list. Who doesn't want to talk about fucking coins, huh? But I looked into it, and apparently this has been a thing. Uh, going back to mid-June, apparently. Um, this was interesting, too. The current value of coins in circulation. $47.8 billion, with a B. The fact that there's that much coin in circulation, period, especially when, you know, the number of cashless transactions has, has probably increased over the last five to six years, yet there's that many coins still floating around, it just, again, goes to show you how many people don't have the access to the cashless transactions. In some parts of the country... And I would guess a vast majority of the country don't have that that sort of access. Forty-seven point eight billion. That was that was back in April. So the Rona, once again, reared its ugly head, slows the mint down. They had to sort of cut back on production, apparently, but they don't. They're not very specific about it. Typical current. Federal government move, no specifics. We'll mention it, but that's going to be the extent of it. Um, but they did a stat, so they decided that, oh, we got to do something about this. What are we going to do? Well, we're going to create something called the U.S. Coin Task Force. What the fuck? Just say, hey, uh, we're going to, you know, now that we're sort of, you know, back up and running slightly in some mints. I think there's, what, eight? What did I say there's eight mints that are actually making these fucking things? This is the part I didn't do any sort of research on was who makes what. Because my assumption is that you're going to have certain places making Certain things, you know, this one's making quarters and nickels, and this is making pennies and dimes, blah, 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 blah. Do they still make the Sacagawea coin? Those things were dope. I was a big fan of those. Things are cool. Half dollars, silver dollars. You know, those are cool. I wonder if they still make those. I don't know. 
I got the sniffles, so I'm apologizing in advance. Um, but yeah, the U.S. Coin Task Force to try to get together and figure out what's going on. How do we fix this? Instead of just, I don't know, making more coins. Industry leaders from the U.S. Mint, the Federal Reserve, armored carriers. What the fuck do they have to be involved for? They just fucking pick it up and move it. Who cares? The American Bankers Association. Independent Community Bankers. National Association of Federal Credit Unions. The Coin Aggregator Representatives. I don't even know what the fuck that is. And the retail trade industry. Yeah, can we get Brinks in here to talk about it? Well, listen, uh, the coin bags have been pretty light. Thanks, Brinks. Appreciate it. Yeah, I don't get it. They will work together to, quote, identify, implement, and promote actions to reduce the consequence and duration of COVID-19-related disruptions to normal coin circulation. How, like, really? You got to fucking... The amount of time that it took to put this fucking thing together, they just... They, God. They could have just said, uh, yeah, we're going to uh, try to boost production by 10% uh, for the next three months. There you go. I just solved the fucking problem. But, you know, I'm sure there's a lot more. Uh, logistical things in there, and, you know, they don't want to pay these guys overtime, and they don't want to be doing this, they don't want to be doing that, blah, 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 blah. Which is why I said in the beginning of the show, you need to reach out to your Mima. If your Mima is still around, and you call her Mima, that's fucking cool. Mima, great name for a grandmother. Get in touch with Mima and say, listen, I will come to your house, we'll roll some coins together, and heroically, we'll go to the bank. Or, Mima, you stay home. I'll take your coins and go to the bank for you. Bring you back your cash, less the 5% handling fee. Uh, and then the bank will, will love us. Well, they'll love me because I brought them the coin. I'm the brinks of this transaction. I'm simply carrying your money from one place to the next. So now I'm very important. I'm an important cog in the coin shortage um, problem, solving the problem. <sighs> All right. Coin shortage, huh? Never thought I would get the word Meemaw into the pod. Proud of myself today. Look at that. As it is Monday, uh, it is time for three gripes, where I complain about three things. So I'm a whiny old man, which is basically the gist of the program. Hosted by a whiny old man, cranky, whiny old douchebag. That's the beauty of the medium, is that anybody can fucking do this. Granted, four people listen to my show. But, uh, but anyway, before three gripes, I would like to 
uh, I heard from three different people this week, this weekend, uh, that I haven't heard from in a while. So, um, you know, you obviously reached out to me, so you know, so thank you very much. Uh, it was nice uh, to hear from you guys. Thank you. Please tell your friends about the show. Uh, second, uh, 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 another shout out to a former co-worker, Derek. Uh, no last names on this program, except for mine. That's because I'm more important on my show. But Derek uh, became the uh, the first uh, sponsor of the show, I think is what we call it here in the broadcast palace. I think that's what it is, sponsor. Yeah, sponsor, first one. Uh, so thank you, Derek. I appreciate it. Um, means a lot. Really does. Uh, Derek's a good kid. I like him. And I've liked him even before he decided to sponsor the program. So uh, big thank you, Derek. I appreciate it. Uh, on that note, three gripes. Let's complain about some dumb shit. Number one. Uh, I must say to myself, six, seven times a day, just shake my head. And I had mentioned this earlier about just the general populace being fucking dumb. There's just an incredible lack of empathy and common sense <clears throat> in this country. The lack of empathy is, is the thing that annoys me more than anything. Common sense, all right. Whatever. Some people just don't have it. Um, I know I don't have it on occasion. I like to think that I possess a reasonable amount of common sense. I'm, you know, I'm very self-aware. I've mentioned this before. So I like to think that I possess a reasonable amount of common sense. So... <clears throat> My wife and I are driving home yesterday, and we drive past one of those, um, like, you know, like clothing donation bins, like uh, a couple of different, I'm sure there's like three or four different companies that go around and collect these things, but like the Salvation Army, the one's called like Planet Stuff or some shit, I don't know. But it makes me wonder, when you go by them and you see just piles of crap all around the bin, uh, how, how fucking shitty are you as a person to just kind of fucking throw your old shit in front of the bin? Like, is your old shit, it's old to you and it's worthless to you, it could be very helpful to somebody else but the act of not throwing it uh, on the ground in the general area of these bins is just too much for you to handle <clears throat> it's so far it's just again like this is the reaction i have constantly when i hear people saying they don't want to wear a mask shaking my head like what the fuck is wrong with you do you really think it's either you think so highly of yourself or so less of others there's no gray area there one of the things that i discovered recently and i'm sure some of you have already seen is the shopping cart theory 
Um, there was the graphic that was going around the Twitter sphere and Instagram and all that fucking happy fun shit. The shopping cart theory is basically shopping cart, not shopping caught. It'd be weird to be pushing a cart around and shopping with a shopping cart. Hmm. Anyways, the shopping cart theory. If you are too fucking lazy and selfish and shitty to return the shopping cart to its designated area, you are no better than an animal. I don't think those are the the same words I would use. But if you think you are so fucking above those people that are collecting the shopping carts that you can't be bothered with putting it back, you're just a piece of shit. You're lazy, you're thoughtless, and you lack empathy. Because you don't think of anybody other than yourself. And quite frankly, I hope you get hit by a car. That's not true, I don't really think that. I would prefer that you're publicly shamed and made to feel like a piece of shit that you are. I'm at the grocery store the other day, pull into a parking space, and there's a shopping cart, you know, that someone had used and didn't put back, so it's just floating there in the middle of the uh, parking lot. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, what the fuck is in this thing? The, you know, that little front compartment of the shopping cart where you'd stick a kid, if you had a kid. I don't even know if they do it anymore. You'd stick the kid. It's full of trash. Wendy's trash. So not only was this person too lazy to put the the cart back, but they felt the need to put their trash from their lunch in the shopping cart, as if that's some sort of, well, I'm not going to throw it on the ground. Just a double shot of shit. Speaking of trash, gripe number two, Taco Bell is fucking trash. Now, I'm not going to say that people who like Taco Bell are shitty or dumb. I'm not going to say petty crap like that. What I am going to say, and I've said this uh, to friends and said, look, I am a morbidly obese man. My diet for the past 35 years has consisted of shit. When I say something is not good, I should be viewed as an expert when it comes to trash food. Because a majority of the crap that I've ingested over the course of my life has been crap. I will not eat Taco Bell. For the life of me, cannot figure out how anybody seems to think that this is, one, edible, two, any good. That ground beef, you know, I'm sure it's actual ground beef now. My guess is back in the day it probably wasn't. Some variation of ground beef, whatever that may be. 
But holy fuck, there is nothing good at Taco Bell. Nothing. I have never eaten anything at Taco Bell and thought to myself, boy, that was delicious. And the pushback I've got on this is, well, it's great for being drunk or hungover. No. You could literally eat anything else and it would be better than Taco Bell. Literally anything else. I just don't see the appeal. And the big outrage about, oh, we're taking shit off the menu. Good. Take everything off the menu. And the same goes for KFC, too. I could, And it's the same fucking company. KFC's hot trash. I won't eat that crap anymore. I haven't had KFC in fucking, God, a decade, if not more. It's barely chicken. The sides that you get, oh, the potatoes are so good. No, they're not. The potatoes and gravy are good for one thing, throwing them at cars. That's it. KFC, Taco Bell, disgusting, both of them. It was funny because in high school, <clears throat> there was a Taco Bell one town over and hadn't had the Taco Bell previous to this trip and I was like oh we're going to Taco Bell like, alright sure let's check it out alright let me get this And so this is what 1995 long time ago very excited to try it disappointed right off the bat like this is what this is about isn't that this this isn't good well, I'll take the uppity stance on this Taco Bell is trash and you, you can't tell me otherwise I'm sorry can't do it. All right. Gripe number three. I'm going to pull from the random uh, group. Let me see if I could remember how to randomize this. I think I did this before, but I can't can't recall how to do it. Bear with me here while I do this. Uh, filter views. Nope, that's not it. Come on, Google. I can't remember how to do it. View. Edit. Hmm. Boy, this is this is terrible. I wish I could remember how to do it. Um. No. Nope. 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 Wow, this is a boring. This is even more boring than the regular show, huh? All right. Well, let's do this then. Let's do random number generator uh, between two and what's uh, the bottom one? Let's see. How many do I have on here? 106. Wow. 106. Generate. 18. All right. Let's pull number 18. Oh. <laughs> this isn't a gripe, though. This would be a gripe for the audience, but <clears throat> not for me. Well, because of the, the random number generator, I have to talk about it. That, those are the rules. 
Um, Dawson's Creek. I had thought, now hear me out. I had thought about doing an entire episode on Dawson's Creek. I don't know anyone else who enjoyed this show as much as I did. Now, full disclosure, when I was watching the show, um, I was getting late at the time, and the girl that I was uh, with enjoyed the program, so that's why I fell into it, and I came to love that show more than the girl that I was with. Go figure. She kind of sucked. It's It's story for another time. But anyways, I, for the life of me, can't figure out how other people don't like this show. And so, I want to put this to a vote. Who? (laughs) I know the answer to this before I even say it. But, I mean, who, who would be against an entire episode of a Dawson's Creek retrospective of some kind? Um, I mean, I could probably get fucking James Vanderbeek on the show. What the hell else is he doing? Hey, Jim, uh, do you want to be on a podcast with four listeners and we can talk about your show from 20 years ago? What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be all over it. Uh, I enjoyed the program. And I really don't have much more to say other than that, but... Um, the thing that always bothered me, the name of the show was Dawson's Creek. So theoretically the show was about Dawson and it really, it was that poor kid. He got shit on constantly. It was just a, a, just a bunch of dumb shit that happened to Dawson all the time. And eventually, I would say eventually, his his character ended up in the best position at the end of the of the program, uh, making movies and whatnot. Good for him. Um, but yeah, that that was that that always bothered me, and that was always a thing. Like we'd watch an episode. Uh, it would end with Dawson getting shit on somehow. And I would say, how is this happening? I mean, it, it, I haven't watched the show in a number of years. So I think an entire episode retrospective of Dawson's Creek would probably have to take some time. I would have to do a little research. I'd have to go back, watch all six or seven seasons of the show, and then do an episode. So I would say probably around 2023, look for that. The Complaints and Observations presents Dawson's Creek, a review. I wonder how many, I would probably get fewer listeners than I did for the soccer show, huh? Hmm, probably. But look, uh, I am. I don't hide my adoration for the program. I loved it. Massive um, Joey Potter fan. 
massive. Um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> Here I am trying to think of something to say, and it's like, oh, um, yeah, Katie Holmes is hot on that show. Well, that's about all I can do, you know, because I didn't, I wasn't prepared. Shocking. That's what happens with the, the random gripe generator. Uh, you get a dud. You know, and, and, and in reality, most of the program today has been a dud. I feel like crap. What can you do? You know, I wasn't uh, I wasn't nearly as prepared as I should have been. And I'm doing a disservice to my listeners. Especially Derek, who has sponsored the program. I'm doing a disservice to you. Um, yeah, that's all I've got for today. Yeesh. Ah, playing golf again tonight, so looking forward to that. I'm going to fucking sweat my nuts off tonight, too. But what can you do? That's all I've I can't talk anymore. I feel like crap. God, I've gotten, I think I've gotten progressively worse as the show has gone on. But uh, that's it for the program for today. Listen, uh, if you have a complaint, please send it my way. If you want to complain about the show, let me know. If you want to complain about anything else, anything at all, please let me know. And then tell your friends to listen to the program. Uh, complaints pod. On Twitter, Complaints and Observations Pod on Instagram. I do need to shorten that. Um, what else? Facebook, YouTube. There's nothing on the YouTube page. But, you know, go check it out. Uh, show mail at complaintsandobservations.com. I do have a website. Complaintsandobservations.com. You can go there. There's nothing there, really. A couple of blogs. Um, I didn't, you know... I keep telling myself I need to write, and I don't. Um, but, listen, that's it. Thank you. Hopefully Thursday I'll be more prepared, have something a little bit better for you. Um, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta.